0: This week's episode is brought to you by Distilled Experiences. Distilled Experiences is where you can find your exclusive Kentucky experience at distilledexperiences.com and use the code MYBURBONPODCAST for 10% off any public tour. One more time? Distilledexperiences.com and use the code MYBURBONPODCAST for 10% off any public tour. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of This Is My Burden Podcast. It is the very first episode of 2020. Woo, woo yay! Heck
1: yeah! I made it. <laughs> new decade, barely. New decade, new me. New new decade, new year, new me,
0: me. Yes, that's everything you just said. New just you. repeated. New year. <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm your host, Perry. Thank you all so much for being here uh, for the 2020 season. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> this is going Come on, well. <laughs> yeah. No
2: Thank you, Swan.
0: World. Swan and Curtis are here this week. Uh, welcome back, guys. Thanks. You're Thank welcome. You, I made it. Yeah. Yeah. J- just barely. Yeah. You had a bit of a scare this week.
2: We, we've all had one. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're glad you're okay. Uh, unfortunately, you can't drink this week.
2: Nope, but I'm here because what are we doing today because
0: we are doing our top 10 bourbons of 2019 and i can't miss that oh no curtis made a face oh no (laughs) all right well we'll, you could do it off the top of your head we'll go first (laughs) and
2: you can kind of pick
0: up (laughs) no no it's okay
2: i'm sorry i should have reminded you i thought you knew states not a bourbon. You can't put them on the list.
0: <laughs> Allstate shouldn't be on many people's lists, according to Curtis. No. No. Yeah, anyway, so we're going to be doing our top 10 bourbon or rise of
2: 2020 it, uh, or
0: 2019. If you, you want sorry,
2: to, you heard. can jump in around like
0: five. I'll just, just jump in. Yeah, I'll jump yeah, in. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I've also got some uh, uh, honorable mentions and some uh, most disappointing or worst as well. Uh, so... You know, as I did last year as well. But we do start the show out with Flying Blind. Uh, and I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what the Flying Blind is this week, Kurt. Okay. Uh, this is Legion, which I have not had in uh, quite quite a while. Mostly because I did not care for it that much. And upon returning to it, I also did not like it that much. Oh, okay. Uh, but this was the first bourbon that <laughs> we reviewed with the three of us this year. hmm Funny enough, though, it didn't happen until April. (laughs) Wow. We had so much other stuff going on at the beginning of the year that we hadn't yet reviewed this, which I think is pretty crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. But Hmm. um, what do
1: you think about it upon returning? Uh, I think it's opened up a little bit. A lot better than the first initial that we did. I don't mind it that as much as you guys, I don't think. Or at least as much as Perry. I...
0: I will say I definitely like it better than I did at the beginning of the year. Yeah. I, I, so here here's how my experience went with it, rather, went the first couple of times. So we reviewed it. That was the first time I tried it. And then kind of on a whim, you know, within the few days after that episode came out or after we recorded it, I tried it again. And I straight up hated it. I thought it was absolute dumpster okay. fire of a product. Huh. And... Coming back to it now, I really don't feel that strongly about it by any means. I think that it is good. I just don't know if I'm over the moon about it. And actually, I'm going to have to move some stuff around on my
1: <laughs> on my list now that I've had this one again. Um, but I think it's a really cool idea. I think it was very like creative on how yeah, they went yeah, about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, go back and listen to that episode. We talk way more about it Yeah, as well. Yeah. The bourbon inside it, I think, is or the whiskey is is good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not going to blow you out of the water. By no, any means. I think I think really I think it's the, just
0: average. Yeah, I think it's average. I think the win behind this was really the design of this bottle. Yes, the, and this, the idea. Yeah, I I still look at this. If we were given out design awards, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. for bourbons that came out this year. I think this is the one that I would say was the best
2: best design. I like the new Bakers. Do you? Yeah. But, I mean, it's the same bottle, so it's. Huh. It is the same bottle.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bakers has a little bit more bottom to it.
2: Yeah. But same. all in
0: all, it's pretty much the same same design. Huh. Well. I'll be darned.
1: Anyway. Which, I mean, why change the bottle, you know, on a product that they aren't sure. going to keep putting out? You know? Sure. Sure.
0: No, this is uh, really kind of surprised me.
2: What? This product. I think I liked it the best out of all three of us when it, when we first had it, but I don't know. I never picked up a bottle. I just kept trying it when it was available. Do you want to smell it? No, I'm good. (laughs) Don't tempt me like that. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think it's good.
0: I think it is too. Hmm. I actually really like the second sip.
1: I'm just so confused. This you is... came off very strong against yeah, I know. it, and huh. uh, I'm not—I'm not like that strong against it. No, this is pleasantly surprising. All right, well, you
0: learn new things about yourself every day of the week. I suppose so. <laughs> uh, here's some new things to let you guys know about. Uh, If you haven't yet left us a new review on iTunes, you can do that. Uh, Just do it right in the app. Leave us a five-star review. uh, Let us know some thoughts about the show. I'll be reading out one uh, of those fantastic reviews later on in the episode. There have been some very, very sweet notes from listeners of the show recently. And uh, I want to thank everybody who has done that. If you have not yet reviewed it or cannot review it, you can always tell a friend about the show. It's a really great way to spread the love around And uh, the other thing, and it's not solidified yet, but there is a cat meowing outside. No, uh, it's not solidified yet, but I am working diligently on getting uh, next year's live show up and running and our big meetup event and and everything. It looks like it's going to be in Lexington this year. I'm excited. Which I'm just floored by and uh, i'll i'll talk more about that kind of in the coming weeks uh, i'm gonna really try to kind of ramp up the 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 production aspect of it and everything just so we can get people uh buying tickets and all this that and the other but yeah i think if everything goes right and i think this it works okay with your schedule too curtis end of april should 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 <laughs> Okay, great. Are you sure? Yeah, I think it'll work. Okay, all right. What about May? Is May better?
1: May no, is not
0: better. Okay, April it is. End <laughs> of May twenty third, I'm getting married, so
1: <laughs>
0: stay away from that. Yeah, all right. End of April, um, that's going to be when we we have our next live show, meetup, out, get together, extravaganza. That's exactly what we're going to call it this year too.
3: Oh, okay. <laughs> totally not oh,
0: thought man. on that one? Yeah. Uh, anyway. What have you guys been drinking recently? Because so, I want to know your list is going to be exponentially shorter than.
2: <laughs> yeah. Water.
1: <laughs> seltzer water. Um, Sparkling water. Yeah. Dude, how about? I've actually. That might be my tips and bits. Seltzer water. Yeah. Huh. All
2: right then. What kind of seltzer water? Hit me with it. What's your thing?
1: Um. Well, I feel like I'm doing my tips and bits right now, but.
2: We're having you come up with a lot of stuff on the spot on this episode. Yeah, sorry I'll about that. I'll let you Kurt. keep it. It's fine. We'll go no, over. No tips in a and bit.
1: bits. No, for real is like sparkling water is really good. Yeah. Um, the brand, <laughs> mm-hmm. my specific brand. You know, there's Lacroix, there's Dasani, Boo. there's <laughs> there's bubbly. No. Bubbly is where it's at. No, and I the just the lemon lime, that's great. I feel like the lemon lime's like great starter like a great starter to get into sparkling water mm-hmm. uh blackberry blackberry sparkling water very good
2: see i've been uh doing the meyer brand sparkling uh, water for some reason best kind of had really? i have no idea why have
1: you had bubbly mm-hmm.
2: not it not, not it for me really? not it for me
1: see i like that it's not as carbonated
2: oh see on the opposite end i wanted to like hurt me with carbonation
1: <laughs> yeah see i don't want that.
2: Yeah. Either way, this is a bourbon podcast. I've actually had nothing uh, since the last time we recorded. Really? Um, I Actually, I, let me take that back. I had one small pour of Small Batch Select. Mm. Love it. It's it's phenomenal. I'm so glad that that's More additional. More on that later. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm so glad that that's just a normal thing I can just pick up on the shelf now, and I need to go pick up a bottle ASAP.
1: Yeah. Because
2: mm. yep. I would dip into that way too much.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I've been drinking... Weller special reserve. Thank you. Swan. But then also I've had, uh, a makers mark private select, which was picked by my boss. Oh, I uh, can't believe the you did mer- From that. the Marilia, uh, collection. Yeah. And it's, it is phenomenal. Man. I really want to try that. It's one. very good. I'll bring it in next, uh, episode. I meant to bring it in today, sure. but sure. didn't get to go home. No, that's all right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's very good. It's super sweet. Um, it has, like, four baked pure uh, barrel staves, because you get to pick which mm-hmm. staves go in it. Uh, and it, it's it's very sweet, very baked goods, very uh, pie, just, like, mm. very good. Pie. Yeah. Pie. But that sounds good to me. So I'll bring it in next time. We'll, yeah, we'll do a review or do something with it. Um uh, oh, well, it's very good. I
0: don't know if we can review it. Well, at least we'll taste at least it. taste yeah, it. Yeah, talk about it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, you, uh, let me tell you, um, everything that you guys said is fun that you've had recently, but it does not compare to what I got to have the other day. Is <laughs> <It's> fun? <laughs> yeah, what you have. <laughs> So story time. And uh by the time this episode comes out, you all uh, will already know it. By the way, we are recording this before Christmas because the holiday season is insane. And uh so um actually it's not even really that great of a bottle, it's just a really cool story. Uh but so I texted Dixon the other day and I was like, Hey, do you want to get together for some like holiday pours and everything? And he said, Yeah, absolutely. So while I was at the Beaumont Inn, hanging out with him guy walks in with a delivery of pappy 23 Ah, and dixon was like you want to open it i was like dixon i'm not gonna say no to that and sure enough he did so for really the second time ever got to have pappy 23 and it's good does not warrant the hype. <laughs> I feel like we always talk about that. We always yeah. do. But it's a $300 bottle at market. And then on secondary, you know, it runs for 2500 Not worth it, man. It is very good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And I do. And, and I feel like I liked it more this time around than I did the first time I had it. Um, But it's just, it's good.
1: Yeah, all of the, all of the Pappy products are, are very good. Yeah. They're very good. You can't knock it. Yeah, I, Somebody asked me that the other day. They were like, so what do you think about Pappy? What would you say about that? And I was like, it's very good. It's overhyped.
0: It's way <laughs> overhyped. Yeah. But um, I did bring some other stuff along to drink with Dixon. I brought my birth year turkey bottle um, to share with him. Uh, the Old Fitz 15 that we reviewed uh, as well. He loved that. Um, And then kind of the redheaded stepchild out of the bunch, which was odd and something that I was kind of hoping wasn't going to happen, but the new Larceny Barrel Proof. So. Okay. Yeah. More on that at another time. Sounds good. Yeah. Not currently. But anyway, just a very cool little tasting that I got to do with with Dixon and uh, always love getting to see him and all that. And if you have not made it to the Beaumont Inn yet, go do that. It's really cool. All right. So no news this week. Uh, because it's kind of a dead period what? for
2: No, they- it's not. What? Well or single barrel.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: Can't believe I the forgot. The memes have
0: been unreal. I can't believe I forgot about Weller Single Barrel. You had that ready to go. Thank you so much. I
2: did. I was so excited. People are photoshopping the crap out of the TTB label this week. <laughs> My favorite
0: has been and it was just a very poorly done photoshop but it was Weller Sweet Potato. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I <sighs> I haven't fully developed my thoughts on this yet. I have but one. I would like to talk through it.
2: Yeah, I have one thought in particular that's kind of scaring me a little bit. Okay. So this one's coming in at 97 proof. It's kind of weird. But is it though? That's the For thing. now. So the the big thing that
0: has, people have been talking about is that on the on the label it says 46.5% alcohol by volume. But then it says 97 Proof Mm -hmm. now 46.5 is 93
2: proof, (laughs) yeah, not 97. So, which is going to be the right proof there? Either way, what's weirding me out about it is, is them doing a single barrel. I'm scared they're going (coughs) to stop offering 107 and foolproof picks because if Mm -hmm. they've got a designated allocated product just for picks and single barrels, I do not see that happening. I'm a little worried.
0: I'll tell you why I'm not worried about that personally. They are, of course, owned by Sazerac. Mm -hmm. Sazerac also owns Barton or 1792. They still offer standard offerings of the single barrel of their bottom of bond of their foolproof, while still offering picks for those as well. So I I don't see one canceling the others out. I think that it's going. It's. I imagine that it's going to be a couple of years before all those details really get ironed out. But I think that you know, like we didn't really see 107 picks this year. We saw maybe a couple, Mm -hmm. right? It was predominantly foolproof. So I imagine that what's going to happen is 2020 could very well be the year of those single barrel picks, right? and then we see, you know, once it gets in 21 and 22, then some of the other picks start coming back as well. That's just kind of what I'm imagining is going to happen. Yeah. But I don't think you have to worry about it about those picks going away forever.
2: I hope not, because a good 107 pick will change you. It's that's good that. stuff. Yeah. Just, just a good you,
1: just a good 107 will change you.
2: That's yeah, not untrue. Well, By any means.
0: I I think that, you know, everybody's so worried about not worried about, but kinda up in arms over the fact that, you know, they can't get any of the other Weller products anyway. And now Buffalo Trace is introducing another new expression of it. I get them being frustrated by that, but I don't know. I mean, it is it is it frustration out of just you know, can't get the allocated products or just that, you know, Buffalo Trace is doing too much with too little or, or what? Because I don't mind seeing a new product introduced to to the line or to the market.
2: Well, I'm fine with it. Nobody goes nuts when E.H. Taylor does the same thing. And they put out a true. new one every That's year or two true. years. Um, I think Weller's just been so sought after. Because, I mean, if I went in and I asked a liquor store owner, do you guys have any... Uh, any eh taylor in they're like ah, we had some in two weeks ago and that's about it if i went and asked if they had weller they'd roll their eyes profusely at me and be like no and i'd have to leave it's just it's so it's so sought after and asked about that you know that's the one that people get upset about
1: and it's always funny when you walk into a liquor store and they go can i help you find anything
2: well i can't say it (laughs) like oh (laughs) i got a trick for that I really? go over to the shelf, and I look for something that they're missing, and I was like, oh, I was really coming in for Wild Turkey 101 Handles. You're out. And then I'm like, and I leave after that <laughs> because I don't want to look at it at the shelf and be like, do you guys have any Weller, E.H. Taylor, Eagle Rare, this, yeah. that, mm-hmm. and, the, and the other? Old Fitz 15, do you have any of this? And they just look at me like,
1: no. Oh, I always just walk in. They ask me, and I go, no, I'm just looking. <laughs> <laughs> I do the same
0: thing. Yeah, like, but not that I'm going and you know, expecting or really hunting for any of those products anymore. Yeah. I mean, shoot. What's the point?
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah. if it's
0: there as a nice surprise, great, but otherwise I, I know it's not going to be there.
2: Yeah. It's a little rough. Sometimes you do have to ask though. They won't put it out. They'll just be sitting behind true. the counter.
0: That is very true. Yeah. But, um, why have you adopted this, this position? Swan? I'm
2: kind of cold. I need to put my jacket back okay. on. <laughs> I thought you were angry. He's got his arms crossed. I don't have anything listener. to hold. What am I supposed to do? You got water?
0: <laughs> with both hands. Got it. Held with both hands. All right. That's very strange looking.
1: Secured it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. I, I am kind of excited for this product. I don't think that it's going to... It's definitely not going to revolutionize anything, but I also don't think that it's going to be detrimental to the to the market
2: no and with as much as they're expanding hopefully every year they're getting more and more weller to produce so even if they're not reducing the others at least they're putting out the same amount
0: for sure
2: we'll see though that's I I guess that's the
0: only real news for this week
2: yeah that's about it I saw a weller pickle uh one (laughs) that they did honey
0: weller honey was the big one
2: honey was a fun one yeah Adam Terry made one called swan juice (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do you think it's frothy? I'm sure it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, Oof.
0: guys, it's the new year, and there is no better way to ring it in than with the bourbon experience of a lifetime in the Bluegrass Commonwealth. Ain't that state, the truth, though? Ain't it? As we established last week, it is the Commonwealth, not a state yes. or a. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so Distill Experiences uh, is our sponsor, of course, this week, uh, and they are located in Lexington, Kentucky. I've had the good fortune of working with Distill Experiences and Nate, the founder, uh, for quite a while now. Uh, it is a really fantastic and exclusive way to check out everything that the bourbon industry has to offer uh, in the way that Kentucky has embraced it. And uh, you can actually book your tours, both either private or public. Over at uh, distilledexperiences.com. you can use the code My Bourbon Podcast for ten percent off any of those public tours, and uh, the the private tours are also really great. Uh, it's a really intimate way to find out exactly you know how how much you could love Kentucky. So uh, if you want to have maybe a little appearance, how old much pear you bear, bear, will? How much love you Kentucky. will love Kentucky? That's the thing is that you might not love it yet, but you will. But you very well will. <laughs> oh man struggle struggle today you're gonna love it yes you will it's great <laughs> tony the tiger such
2: enthusiasm from yeah. the non-drinker
0: today yeah no
2: <laughs> the bourbon helps i'm not gonna lie but you get that on the tours so that
0: is very very true yeah and uh, you might just have the opportunity to have little old pear bear himself be your tour guide for the day so one more time distilled experiences.com and you can use the code my bourbon podcast to check out for 10 percent off any public tour back to the show Back to the show. Back to the show. Well, shall we move on to our best, worst, and honorable mentions of 2019? Yeah. What do you want to start with? I am going to start with. Uh, I'm going to start with my my most disappointing or my worst, just so we can kind of move on from there.
2: Oh, I've got I've got one in particular. I was kind of like iffy about. Okay. Uh, Teresa's batch. Booker's. Mm-hmm. Not a fan tasted soapy to me i don't know it just wasn't great like i always get excited about a new batch of bookers and then when i get to try it this year's just been kind of rough for bookers none of them have really stood out as like this this is the one but teresa's batch was standing out in the opposite direction for me that one specifically did not resonate well with me and a few of the other listeners as well sure in particular monica i know monica Monica loved it. it uh but i don't know that was just one of the one of the worst bottles I tried this year. Yeah. Um, at least I shouldn't say worst. I should say worst as far as my expectations being high and then trying it and just falling so flat compared to those expectations.
0: I honestly, um, I, I lumped in most of the bookers from 2019. Really? As my most disappointing. I really did love shiny barrel batch. Yeah. You know, um, I thought beaten biscuits was very good too, but out, I mean, Nothing out of that, which is just, it sucks because I was, I had high hopes for 2019 bookers after, um, after the 2018 releases,
1: mm-hmm.
0: nothing in there blew me away,
1: you know? Yeah. It was all good. It just, it nothing just, great.
0: Yeah. And the same thing can be said for this year's Lage Craig Barrel Proofs
1: you know I, I i thought there were i would say those were probably a little better for me but
0: here's here's what happened i think with me our number one bourbon last year at least mine and swans was Elijah Craig C918 so. yeah exactly and it i uh, you know maybe it was just coming off that that high where I was thinking, oh, you know, 2019 is going to be just as good as C918, or at least, you know, kind of around that quality. Yeah. And uh, nothing really lived up to it. I thought the B519 was probably the best out of the three, but even then it wasn't truly anything to write home about or take huge note of. So, I don't know. It just... The two staples that I felt like should have... Really held true for me this year, just kind of straight up didn't. Yeah, you know what? So, one of mine was the uh, the Dickel, the Dickel Bottom a Bond. Yeah, Ooh. that's that's actually on my list. You know, for, just
2: like <laughs> add that to mine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I mean, get it? I d- I don't get I it don't either. Get it. It's popcorn. It's buttered popcorn. It's like not what I want in a bourbon. No. Um. What What was it that? But you it was thought? number one on the for whiskey, whiskey advocate, advocate which know. we talked about but
0: this yeah. <laughs> one made that
1: is effect. wild to me yeah. like i thought it was unique and different but sure I, but not near, not uh-uh. it was one that i always was just kind of i don't know i don't know how i feel about sure. this um like yeah. i would probably put the the legion way above that probably
0: yeah um it's funny because after having the Legion again, you know, originally it was on my worst slash most disappointing list. Um, I took it off. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't think I like it enough to put it on honorable mentions, um, but I do want to mention it as a product that I still enjoyed. Yeah. And it's funny how coming back to it after all this time, I realized eh, not that bad. Yeah. Not that bad. Now you're pouring what? So this is. The uh, Old Fitz 13 Year Decanter was this released this year? This was indeed. This was the spring release. Okay. Of the Old Fitz bottled and bond. Yeah. Um, the fall release uh, was the 15 Year, which actually you can try some of after this too if you want. Kurt. I
1: think I had the fit. Did I have the 15? You've year? not had the 15. Year okay, yet. I've only had this one. Yes.
0: Yeah, this was a easily one of my favorite uh, bottles that came out this year. <laughs> um, you know well more more on more on that later um here's a a, sh- a couple of shockers uh from me um as far as disappointments best bottle
1: for me goes to the old fits oh really yeah wow okay i mean it's so cool
0: yeah
1: old well, style decanter yeah yeah um
0: two that i i in like really as i was thinking about it um, it made sense why they made it onto my list for worst, last, most disappointing, but uh, because I just didn't really enjoy them that much, and I thought that they, I don't know. Anyway, the first one was the E. H. Taylor Amaranth, um, which I don't think either of you guys have no. had. Um, but it just so the the Amaranth was the grain of the gods, and you know it replaced rye in the mash bill as the flavoring agent, and it just.
2: It was not horrible. I heard it was earthy.
0: It's really earthy. And I just, I didn't quite enjoy it in the way that I was hoping um, I was going to. But I think that was one of the ones I was most disappointed about for sure. The other, I'm going to catch flack for this. And it has been a long time since I've had it. Uh, But the Russell's 2002...
3: Mm, I okay. was
0: not a fan of it. Yeah, really, truly not a fan of it. Um, I actually reviewed it with Dave Jennings mm-hmm. way back at the beginning of the year. That was actually the first episode that came out uh, in 2019. And I didn't. I just didn't care for it. It's oaky. It is. Big it, time. Yeah, I, I think it was oaky to the point of bitter. Like yes. overly tannic. Mm-hmm. So
2: Very much different, though. I'll give it that, but again, mm. going back to the Dickel bottom and a bond, just because it's different, doesn't mean it's great. That's very true. Yeah, it yeah. is very true.
0: Oh, this old Fitz uh, thirteen, so good. Yeah,
1: it is.
2: Oh
0: man, now would you put this on honorable mention? This or is, is on is it yes. on your top. This is not in my top ten. This okay. is in my honorable mentions, though. Um, so I guess I'll, I I'm pretty much done with worst or most disappointing. If unless you guys have anything else you wanted to,
1: no, to the one add that there. sticks out to me is the Dickel. Yeah.
0: But, that was the, I think, the kind of the big one for, for most of us. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, Rebel Yale 100. That's
2: on That's mine. That's my first one. For yeah. honorable
0: mentions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Really good product. $20 weeder at 100 proof. You know, hit something in the market that I don't think was ever really considered by anybody else. Um, but uh, yeah, I think it's great. I think I'm going to wind up probably turning it into, if not a daily drinker, at, last, at least a semi-daily drinker, one that I keep around pretty regularly. I mean, it's kind of hard not to with a a weeded product at that price and that proof, you know? Yeah. Uh, Next one for me is Old Forester Rye.
2: Yeah, that's a good one. I didn't put it on my honorable mentions. I didn't care for it as much because of the malt content, but I could definitely see why it's kind of a really beginner's rye and friendly. And honestly, probably taking, taking the... The stand for best ride to put in a cocktail for me uh, over Rittenhouse, that's been a st- wow. That's kind of a staple. Uh, that's, a, that's a big
0: statement there, man.
2: Yeah, I I like it in a lot of different cocktails. I've had it in a few already where I've actually had them sub it in, uh, and it was pretty good.
0: That's awesome. All right, uh, W B Saffel is next for me. Uh, oh, actually, that reminds me, I, I missed one on my worst list, uh, most disappointing. Bond and Lillard batch two. Horrible. Oh. No good. Mm, I reviewed fair. it with Chad, and I think I gave it a 7 out of 20. <laughs> wow. <That is laughs> if bad. I remember correctly. Uh, but the WB Saffle was also, I apologize, Maria is in the background, just going bananas for no reason. Um, so that that's what you're hearing. But no, I loved the Saffle. I thought it was really good. I just thought there were other things that came out that were better mm. than it. Um, Swan, do you have anything you want to throw in
2: here? Uh, The Baker's Seven Single Barrel Picks.
0: As your honorable mention?
2: Yeah, as yeah. my honorable mention. I'll
0: throw that in there, too.
2: Yeah, I feel like that was a pretty good one. And uh, also in mine, I had the uh, Little Book as an honorable mention.
3: I'll,
0: I'll talk about Little Book a little bit later. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I also had Discovery and Fusion from my... True. Yeah, both of those... Both of them really solid, um, but it it just uh there was one other one that really stuck out for me in 2019 that made it into my top 10 list. So we'll talk about that. Yeah, honestly,
2: all of Bardstown Bourbon Company for me, I'm gonna it's a strong honorable mention because we talked about this last year. It's their first attempt. You know, they're really coming Mm -hmm. out with their new products and stuff, and they're blending and they're really being transparent about it and showing the world that blending is a great thing if you do it correctly. Mm Uh, Absolutely. And Dixon's been doing that, but I don't think he's been nearly as boldly transparent as Bardstown Bourbon Company has been. I mean, they slap it all over their label what they're doing. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But it's great. Yeah, I they've had it. so
1: many collaborations, and mm-hmm.
0: yeah, and they've had some that you know, unfortunately, at the end of the year, I wasn't able to get to try. I mean, they had yeah, one with Goodwood, either. they had one with Copper and Kings, and
2: they had two with Copper and Kings. Did they? Yeah, and then I it was just the one. No, they had a. I think they had a purple and a, and a red and an orange for so that was goodwood and mm-hmm. then they did uh they just did another one which is wine finished prisoner wine that's yep. right
0: yeah, yeah yeah i haven't tried that one yet either Me but either. it seems like people really have enjoyed everything else that's uh that's come out so far with their collaboration series yeah um confiscated and rye batch three right
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah both from uh from kentucky owl i loved both of those products Absolutely, just chef's kiss. <laughs> uh, French oak, the old charter French oak. I don't think you guys have. No, I had that. I, that one. I got to try that way back at uh, Whiskey Weekend Batch One with the podcast guys, and uh, it was it, no no bones about it. It was very good, you know. Um, and maybe it's just because I don't remember it that well, but you know, it wasn't the the one that stuck out the most for me. I just know that it was you know, a truly solid product. And I think that the, um, that Buffalo trace has been doing a really cool thing with their, uh, their old charter series.
2: They definitely have. I like seeing them stray away a little more from the experimental series and really putting some of these out there under their own name. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they've been doing that a lot that Mongolian yeah. Oak, uh, and then they did the French Oak and then what else they've done? Single Oak project stuff. That's been kind of, mm-hmm. you know, different, They've not put in out any of that six grain yet under its own label. I'm waiting for that.
0: That'll be something.
2: Could you imagine like an E.H. Taylor six grain? No. That'd <laughs> be weird. would <laughs> be weird. People go nuts. Six grains? Oh my God, that's wow. going to be worth so much on secondary.
0: <laughs> um, I just realized now too that uh, I actually did have the Baker single barrel in my honorable mentions. Good. It's worth it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to mention, Spawn? No, that's I got a all, got. Yeah. I got two more, uh, and then we'll move into our top 10 or top five, depending on who you are in this room. Yeah, uh, Booker's Shiny Barrel Batch. Loved it. Thought it was great. Didn't think it was quite good enough to crack the top 10. Uh, and then this year's Thomas H. Handy.
2: Yeah, no, that was, that was strong. Very, very good. <laughs> very strong.
0: Very good. But again, there was one... That truly won out from the uh, the antique collection for me. And, and that is in I my I think it was for 10. all of us, probably. Yeah, probably. More than likely. So, the moment has come. Well, the first of ten moments yes, has come. Swan? Or five. Would you like to do the honors? Or five, yes, correct. Would yeah. you like to do the
2: honors and kick us off? So, uh, I think my list is going to be kind of controversial, but this is what I enjoyed this year. So, f- number ten for me was the Four Roses Small Batch Select. I have it on my list a little bit higher than yeah than you though yeah
0: uh my number ten was actually the Wilderness Trail Rye Bourbon
2: okay yeah I
0: it was so good man
2: the picks the picks of <laughs> the those. picks were
0: fantastic yeah yeah absolutely and I I think that you know as good as their their weeded bourbon was I think the Rye Bourbon is really where their future is going to lie. Um, depending on what they want to do with it so that's number 10 for me number nine is the pfeiffer Pavit reserve
2: that's the one you want yeah. yeah no that's a strong one it's good uh that one falls in the honorable mention for me my number nine is actually the e.h taylor barrel proof from this year it's a little bit higher for me too yeah no <laughs> i don't know that's so funny yeah no it's that stuff is just so good. It really is one of the most well-rounded E.H. Taylor barrel proofs mm-hmm. I've had. I mean, usually they jut out in one direction, like super floral yep. and fruity and uh, kind of light. But uh, and then there's other ones where it's like, this is almost Stag Jr. territory. It feels like it wants to hurt me. This one had a little bit of both. Yep. I mean, it was just all around the flavor wheel. I agree. I agree with that. What was your number eight? Let's see. My number eight was the Four Roses Limited Edition from this year.
0: Hmm. Four Roses Limited Edition actually made it into my honorable mentions
2: this gotcha. year. This one had some flavor profile stuff going on with it that if you just, if you picked up on it and it wasn't your thing, you kind of immediately dismissed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I a agree. little bit of mintiness in this one that I got. Uh, some people are not big fans of that.
0: Yeah. I thought some of the, uh, uh, what were they, kind of the, the tannic flavors that were coming in from that older mm-hmm. Four Roses that they had thrown in there too. I thought it helped... I thought it made it a really good product, but I just wasn't wasn't necessarily my favorite thing.
2: Yeah. I am proud year. of them for really kind of jutting out a different way from last year's. Mm-hmm. The 130 was very specific and uh, brought a lot of influence to small batch select. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, it was very different. Uh,
0: well, my number eight is the Maker's RC6, which was their first in the toasted wood collection, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was... I thought it was just a a knockout for me and really a surprise one at that too. Um, I don't, you know, it's not that makers is doing bad things, but I don't ever really anticipate a whole lot from, from what I get from makers. And this one just blew me away.
2: Yeah, it was strong. Uh, uh, that would probably be honorable mention or below. I wasn't actually a huge fan of the RC6. I thought it was good, but it was definitely one of the stronger makers that I've had because I generally stay away from makers mm-hmm. in general. But it's it was good. Um, I wouldn't mind finding another bottle for me of that because sure. the price point was also pretty decent on this one. Oh yeah, it
0: was what, like $60? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah, that's not bad at all. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, number seven...
0: Little Book 3. Oh, okay. I I loved this bottle. You really did. I know I know you guys were like it's not as good as Perry's making it out to be, but <laughs> oh man.
1: That's good stuff. When did when did we try that?
2: About a uh, month and a half ago? Uh, okay.
1: Maybe. Yeah, I just with I was just making sure it was the one I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: Mine was the Parker's Heritage Heavy Char Rye.
0: That was your number 7? Yep. That was my number 6.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> phenomenal. It's so good. It's phenomenal.
0: And and th- this is so funny because like like if the Parker's rye is my number 6, the top 5 are just like
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: out of this world good.
2: No, that was the, I think that was one of the first things I had this year that really just put me back in my seat, and I was immediately like, this is phenomenal from the neck pour that mm-hmm. we had from it, because uh, a lot of them I had to spend some time with before I really decided, this is this is amazing, and I want this constantly if I right. can have it. Um, And that, what was it, a Char 5 on the barrel? Yes. I'd love to see more stuff done with that, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't arrived.
0: Okay, so I kind of I kind of jumped ahead and I said that was my my number six. What was your number six one?
2: George C. Stagg. Mm. Yeah, the George C. Stagg from this year.
0: Stagg didn't make it onto either any of my lists this year.
2: See, I really liked it, and it kind of kills me because there's a lot of people throwing a fit over the proof. Yeah. And it's understandable. Stagg's always been the stereotypical like, this is there's a man's that. bourbon. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna put some chest hair on you, and then it comes out, <laughs> and it's like. Kind of maker's barrel proof territory where it's really not up there a ton. It's one sixteen point nine, I think, this year, something like that.
0: Um, I think it's one sixteen point eight or four. Yeah, it's know. some. It it does, it one
2: sixteen plus a little. Uh, yeah. but it's. I think it's amazing this year. Oh. You were right. I'm sorry. One sixteen nine. Um, I think it's definitely worth picking up because it's the cheaper of the picking that. Up, yeah. <laughs> and William Larrue Weller, if you can get it, uh, even at secondary, this one's starting to get almost worth it to me. But I would still, if you could get under two hundred, for sure, grab it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, it gets astronomical on some, depending on where you're at. Especially, I know New York prices are insane. Stevens told me about yes. that a few times.
0: Yes, but um, yeah.
2: Well, uh, that that takes us to our top five. Kurt, do you want to yeah. go first with uh, your top five?
1: No. No. All right.
2: This <laughs> All right. This one's the controversial one for me. The uh, Maker's Mark Keeneland. Oh, sheesh. Yeah. 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 Wow. I Swan loved, loved it. loved it. Yeah. No. I <laughs> I actually uh, I went back to Keeneland Mercantile and bought another bottle.
0: Did you really? Yeah. Wow. So. I don't think I knew that.
2: Yeah. No. I went back and bought another one, and I still huh. have a little bit left. I've already gone through a whole bottle and a half of one almost. <laughs> Yeah, it was one of my favorites from this year. I so I've been on kind of a coffee adventure this year, trying to you just have That'll teach myself to, to yeah. like it. And that was one of the most coffee heavy bourbons I had this year. And I was like, what is it? What is it about this bottle that I don't understand and that I don't hate? Like it's just it's cinnamon and coffee. And then I and realized, co- like cocoa, like yeah. mocha, yeah. Yeah, and I just I've been trying that all year. Still not a huge coffee fan, but I'm getting there. And that that little bit that it had in it was phenomenal to Yeah. Me. I really liked it. Um didn't like it in old fashion. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't think it's interesting. Yeah. yeah that doesn't I don't think it's an old really
1: fashioned surprised me.
2: No, they did some old fashions that were uh very nicely made, sure. but just not my favorite. What about <laughs> yeah. a Keeneland Breeze?
0: I bet it'd be really good with a Keeneland Breeze.
2: I'm sure it would be. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, now that
1: you say it. Like I'm kind of thinking that might be a number 5. Like more on the the like
2: try what you're holding right now and then make and then sure talk. that's yeah, make yeah. sure that's not going
0: to make it up there because this is actually my number 5 and this is the old Fitz 15 year.
1: Um it's oh. Yeah,
0: I know, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never had this, so it's stupid
0: good. I mean, I it there was the potential for it to be even higher than I know it's right. gonna be
1: high on mine,
0: <laughs> especially since I only am having five. Yeah, like, I mean, like it, it just straight out of the gate blew me away. That finish is this is phenomenal. Great. Yeah, I mean, I the I nose. honestly, you know, and and I, I said this before, I got this sample, this 200 mil sample from Heaven Hill. I'm kind of thinking about trying to find a full bottle
1: of it. Mm-hmm. Really, truly,
2: you did score this a little bit better than I did. I think you I did, and Chad right. both had like a point and a half, two points higher than I did.
1: This is definitely going to be higher for me. <laughs> I'm gonna. Stick... I like. I like talking you through what your top
2: five might be. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah.
1: that's really. a Yeah, fun yeah way I of appreciate doing that. It. Yeah,
3: um,
2: <laughs> let's coerce
1: you a little bit yeah. <laughs> into. Yeah, no, I appreciate let's that. Bribe cause... in with bourbon
3: because
1: <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, I I was not prepared to. do <laughs> To do this tonight yeah, again, I'm uh, sorry. I should no. I mean, I should have known. But I mean, this is good. I whew, this is like probably top three, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so for number five, I, I think I'm gonna stick with uh the Keeneland Maker's Mark Private Select because mm-hmm. it was. I mean, it's just very that rich kind of dessert coffee mocha. Yeah, uh, cocoa. Um.
0: And, I was and happy that's, the, that's
1: one I've like spent a lot of time with too. Oh, sure. Uh, for sure. So I think that, I mean, I think five, since I'm only having five, I'm going to go for like a few, like a range of things a little bit. I think
0: bit. that's fair. Yeah.
1: Um, and I think that's, that's a solid, solid pick. It really was fantastic. And I'm sorry I didn't mention
0: it anywhere, but I, I, it was not one that I didn't. I'm not being paid to do. <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's not one that I, I, mean, I guess didn't I <laughs> not enjoy because I really did enjoy it. Yeah. I didn't not I did not not enjoy. I did enjoy it. Perry thought it, was good. I thought it was yeah. good. Thank yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Swan. Yeah, got me out of that hole. Number four, finally making a return to my top ten list. The William LaRue Weller. Mm. From okay. twenty nineteen. I thought that it was the best out of the, best of the lineup in the BTAC lineup this year. The second definitely being the handy. <clears throat> As my voice cracks. Yeah. Like I'm 13.
1: That's all right, though.
0: <laughs> nothing nothing says voice crack like saying handy. <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no. Okay. now it's my number four. Um, I, I really thought this year's Weller was a step up from last year. I didn't think it was quite nearly as good as the 2017, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was something special this year. I really did think so. Uh, and... You know, maybe it was also because we were kind of comparing it to the other stuff that was in the lineup. And, you know, not everything was our favorite. Yeah. Hey, Igor 17, but that's a different conversation. Anyway, um, I I just really, really, truly loved it. I did. Four for you guys?
2: Four for me was Bakers 13. Wow. Yeah. Woo! I really enjoyed the Bakers 13 this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they I'm sad that they're going to be changing it every year. Because they've already kind of rumored that it's probably not going to be a Baker's 13 every single year. Yeah. Uh, If they did every single year a Baker's 13 release, I would love that. Uh, It was just, it was very oaky. Don't get me wrong. If you Mm -hmm. don't like oak, that one, it kind of hits you a little bit. But I've already put another one on my list that you said the tannins kind of stood out to you. So maybe that's just kind of where I lean is that oakier presence. Um, But it really surprised you. It drinks kind of hot. Uh, at first as well but uh, second sip in it's phenomenal
0: I so the reason that I didn't put Baker's 13 on my list was because I thought it was way too bitter just yeah. just straight up I thought it was way too bitter and you know I, I had had it after a few different pours with Chad but at the same time it, it just didn't stand out to me and it wasn't that I was really disappointed by it I just didn't like it mm-hmm. that's just me you know
2: well, it kind of starts; it leans towards that camp of uh, Russell's two thousand two, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's just enough for me. Like for me, like the Baker's thirteen is what Russell's two thousand two was trying to be, but they let it sit a little too long. It's kind of what it reminds me yeah. of. But I really enjoyed it. If you if you recommend if you like that kind of oakier stuff, go for it. Definitely see if you can find one. And I
0: I don't dislike oaky bourbons. Either. No, I quite enjoy them. But this one just it just didn't do it for me.
2: And it could that's be the 107 proof. A lot of people have kind of said that that's not necessarily their favorite. Hmm. Especially with like the 7 year release that they've been putting out.
1: Yeah. For sure. Kurt 4. So 4 for me, I'm going to go with New riff. New riff has just been as New st- riff in general? Yeah, just New riff yeah. in general. I think it's just that it's just an amazing up and comer. I think it's going to be like, it'll be huge. Just, I think it'll be huge, it be huge in the future, and the particularly like if we're talking like some picks and stuff like that. The riff and Morty that I had, um, I don't know. There's there's just new riff has been kind of. I it, it originally started that I liked Wilderness Trail better, <laughs> but you've moved into the new riff. Territory. But I've moved into That's the new funny. riff lately. Yeah,
0: I um, don't. I don't know if I disagree with you. But at the same time, Wilderness Trail holds a very special.
1: It does for me as well. In my heart. Yeah,
0: you know. Also, pause for cork pop. Not too far off. Yeah, yeah. About a, you know, two notes. Um, I, I'm so this is I haven't even explained what this bottle is. So not just pause for po- cork pop. <laughs> pause for bottle information. Um, this was my Christmas gift from Tammy and Brian Brenicky. Um. This is a Russell's pick from uh, Camp Nelson F. I'm very excited Camp about Nelson. Them. I'm very excited about yeah. this bottle, Kurt. You go ahead and pour yourself a little sure. bit, Swan. I'm sorry that we're
2: doing this. I'll be back. <laughs>
1: oh, I'll be back. Um. Yeah. So I think New Rift, just in general as a whole, has been I, which is I mean I'm sure a little bit of a cop out, but um I'll give it to you, considering that this was thrust upon you in the throes of (laughs) everything else that you were doing but new riff i mean it's been
2: there's if
1: i I really sat down it would probably become an honorable mention sure but
2: well i mean there's no shame in it because we've got a listener ian i don't know if you've met him yet but i mean he came down to hang out with perry and i and most people when they bring down you know like a good assortment of bourbons and stuff they bring like like Dustin, he'll come down with 10, 15 different bourbons. I kid you not, he came down with six bottles of New Riff. Really? Yeah. And you can literally just work your way around the flavor wheel with all four of your product, all barrel proof, all mm-hmm. picks. I mean, it's just, it's crazy how much range they have coming out of that. Yeah. Um, And then just the customization you can do to those bottles is insane. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's hilarious. I mean,
0: Adam. Terry did, a, who we've talked about before, I mean, even just on this episode, he did a pick with his local group in Nashville. Mm-hmm. We Rift called Busters. it Griff Busters. Yeah. yeah. And he dipped yeah. it in a glow-in-the-dark green wax. You're kidding. So it's like Slimer. No way. Yeah. 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 Dang, do they still have bottles of that? I think it's sold out. We can always ask him, though. Mm-hmm. We'll ask him. That's so cool. Don't get, don't get too discouraged That's so yet. cool. I know, right? Yeah. Anyway, I um, yeah, Swan. You said your number four was my number
2: four was the Baker's Thirteen, right? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. So, what was your number
2: three? Elijah Craig B five one nine. Wow, yeah, I'm a huge fanboy for Elijah Craig. Even in one of the, what I would consider their worst year since I've been drinking bourbon, as far as consistent releases, the B five one nine for me was still great. I sat down with uh, two of the releases and the little sample bottle of the C9 that I had uh, about two or three weeks ago, and I was almost upset by the other two. This one just stood out as amazing. Um, and then I tried it against the Maker's Keenland just to make sure I kind of felt that it was strong, and it still I was it was a lot better for me. Okay. Um, I mean, it's just it's what I wanted from a, from a Elijah Craig Barrel Proof. The ones that have really stuck out to me in recent years, the ones that kind of go a little off-profile and get a little different, uh, this one's very much on-profile to me. It's just the regular release cranked up to 11. Yeah. Uh, But I love that. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Okay.
1: Barry, you did your four, right?
0: I did do my four, yes. Gotcha.
1: Well, my three is going to be the Little Book 3. Okay.
0: I still think it was. That one's very good. I mean... I
1: can't disagree with
0: you, and and like I really kind of fumbled around for a little bit trying to figure out you know what was going to be my top ten and everything, and it and originally kind of scored much higher, but once I looked at everything that I had on my list, um, it just didn't quite make the cut. But at the same time, it's so good, man. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my number three is Kentucky Owl Bourbon Batch Nine. Strong, strong contender. I. And look, if that's number again, if that's my number 3, my top 2 were for me just I it they they blew me away. Really truly. And like I I very well might catch some flack for my number 1. Me too. Yeah. I'm can't wait for it. It's it, th- this has been a strange year of bourbon releases for me. But Every time that, and, and I'm not even, I haven't even done number two yet, but every time that I thought about my number one, I, I couldn't stop thinking about it until I had it. So I'll get there. Yeah. But anyway, my number three was Al Bourbon batch nine. Just a flavor bomb. I mean, it was caramelly and marshmallowy and it was Smooth and sweet and spicy all at the same time, and it just was so well-balanced. And I know it sounds like I'm describing my number one <laughs> already, but it was fantastic. Just an out-of-this-world bourbon. Yeah. For sure.
2: Would you get a full bottle of that? if you got the chance?
1: I would love to. Yeah. I Swan would, goes well. If you would, I have a bottle right here. <laughs> yeah, I, I've just got
2: a backpack full. You at want the low, low
1: price. Up. I would love to.
2: It's pricey. Very much justified by the price.
0: I think so too. Yeah, but at the same time, it is three hundred dollars at mm-hmm. market. All right, number two, Curtis. You went back for the old Fitz
1: fifteen. I did. <laughs> if that's not foreshadowing, yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> obviously a little bit of recency bias i'm sure yeah that's but. that's fair yeah all right number two
0: can we go first yeah e.h taylor barrel proof
2: really okay loved it loved it and i always
0: love e.h taylor products mm-hmm. but this year's taylor barrel proof and i love last year's too. um
2: this one was special though
0: yeah I I mm-hmm. think this one really blew it away. This this one was just a dream of a bourbon. Yeah, they they killed it. They really really killed it.
2: I mean, I look forward to it every year, but I'm kind of upset I didn't get myself a bottle this year. But do you want the one you got me? No, absolutely not. <laughs> Hey, if it's ranking if it's ranking number 8 for me or I'm it's sorry, number, number 9 and it's ranking 2 for you, two for I think me. it's got a good home. Yeah, no, it's it's totally fine. Uh but it oh, it it was good. Dustin popped his when he was over at the uh, at the house and I I tried it. And I was like, I "Oh man. This is so good. I might have made a mistake here." <laughs> but,
0: <laughs> Curtis, I see you. I see you vigorously debating over there <laughs> yeah. between your number one and your number two.
1: Yeah. Oh man. Have we given both our number twos?
2: Yeah, we're waiting on you, buddy. You're yeah, waiting man. on.
1: It's your turn. <laughs> Always waiting on me. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, number two. I'm gonna go with the uh, with the Thomas H Handy
0: wow yeah thomas handy beat out william larue weller it did it did that is amazing i
1: know that's crazy Uh, it's just
3: the
1: zooey mama (laughs) it's the notes that come that come with it it's the like minty kind of fresh that i just (laughs) it's really good it's super unique um
2: I lied about saying my number two. By the way, I just wanted you to be decisive. You were, you were on it. I was really proud of you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. Yeah.
1: And it's interesting because I usually don't go for a rye whiskey. Usually not don't. my go-to. I know you. Don't. Not a big like, not a big fan. But this one, there's something different about it. It's just refreshing to me.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That a lot of other kind of bourbons haven't haven't done for me.
0: Now, I know I put it in my my honorable mentions, but. I mean, really, if if I if I looked at it, that would probably have been my number eleven.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: If I did a top twenty. Yeah. But it's so good, man. It's it's very good. It's um, so good.
1: And keep in mind, my top five is like ranging from, you know, new riff to to Thomas H Handy right. to you know. So keep that in mind, like mm-hmm. little book.
2: But it's really good um i still got my number two you ready oh you haven't said yours yet no i just wanted to make a decision oh. he was on oh. <laughs> uh william Murray weller for me dang yeah man. number two
0: i know what your number one is now
2: what is it no i'm just kidding i know what it is <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: i just i know base because we have we have really talked about we have our yeah. top 10 this year so you
2: know what's controversial
0: <laughs> um Oh, maybe it isn't. Maybe I don't know what it is.
2: We'll get to it in a minute. Okay. But fine. But this year's William Larue Weller. Fabulous. Nothing, nothing wrong with it. No. Nope. Um, I mean, it was out of the five that we tried for the BTAC collection. That one just lit me up.
0: I'd say the only thing that was wrong with it is that it wasn't the 2017. <laughs> but even still.
2: It wasn't the 2017, and I don't have a full bottle of it. That's. Those are two big go. problems.
0: There you go. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Listeners have probably figured out what my number one is by now because I did talk about it when you were starting your list one. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to go first, Curtis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Me? Okay, cool. Yeah, you go first. Uh, number one <laughs> is going to be the William and Weller. Yeah, yeah, man. So I wasn't that it's, crazy in putting number two at Thomas. A's. I don't think so
0: either. I, I really those are the two best from the b lineup this yes. year.
1: Yeah, because the stag was like it just fell short yeah not um,
3: for
1: me yeah <laughs> i loved it yeah you loved it um and and sometimes i always struggle with this a little bit with the btac collection cuz i don't always want to have that be on my like you know my top one mm-hmm. or two or anything like that but i mean consistently they always are putting out good stuff i mean it yeah. you you've got to go with
0: what you think is the best. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean there there's there's just no other
1: way around it. And I will I will say that this old fits and I I will probably thinking about this more, I would probably put the old fits as number 2. I was thinking about putting old fits at the number 1. But yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to have a top <laughs> 6 and it's going to be <laughs> It's you know that be, traditional yeah.
0: uh david letterman top six segment from, yes exactly uh, so number one is
1: william larue weller <laughs> number two is going to be the old Fitz. number three is going to be the uh thomas h handy fair enough fair enough that's
0: really interesting that two weeded bourbons made your
2: top two
1: for is it though because usually that's what well my palate okay goes no towards. i
0: guess i guess you're right yeah
2: because yeah, you I really enjoy right. that rebel yell 10.
1: Yes, yes. But yeah, that wasn't this year, do. was it? No,
2: no. But they do they different do releases. Yeah, yeah. Each, each release is a little year's. different. Um. All right, Swan. I'll let you go last, Perry. Thank you. My number one was Rare Breed LLGC. Oh, that's not what I thought your number one was. No, no. My number one was Rare Breed. I have been flipping over every single bottle of Rare Breed this year looking for a specific laser code, LLGC. I have been nuts for it. So I've gone through three bottles of this stuff, which I don't drink as much nearly as I used to. But uh, with that one, I made an exception. And I'm down to like probably two ounces in my last bottle. Um, And I've been doing it with literally every store I go into. I get so excited to see the Rare Breed and I flip it over and I'm like, I don't know what that is. (laughs) And then I go to the next one and I, I will do, if they have 15 bottles, I will turn over every single bottle looking for it. Um, It was rumored to have some 15-year mixed in with it. Uh, Rare Bird 101 could probably tell me otherwise, but either way, that specific laser code I've tried this year and along with a couple of others at bars and stuff, and it's just stood out as phenomenal to me. Um, This year's just been a good year for Turkey and Four Roses. Lawrenceburg's been having it. They've been going nuts, Um, but I've enjoyed it. Well, speaking of Four Roses.
0: Ah, the Four Roses Small Batch Select mm-hmm. was my number one bourbon of 2019. Whew. That's shocking. It is. And let, uh, here's here's why I love it so much. Again, every time that I think about that bourbon, I get in the mood for it. It's accessible. It's a great proof. I really think it's a great price. It is. And it it provides such a well rounded, oily, delicious mouthfeel in bourbon. Just just in general, I think that Four Roses did everything right with this product. It scratched an itch that we didn't even really know we had with a, with an affordable, non-chill filtered, you know, kind of middle high tier proof bourbon. Um, it just knowing that I will be able to get this product from here on out that excites me so much, really, truly, and this is the first product that Brent Elliott has come out with since he's been the first regular product that he's come out with since he's been the master distiller for Roses.
2: And he could not have killed it any more than no, he did. No, it was it's great
0: i i know that i have had i would say maybe more more unique bourbons this year i've had products that i think might have had more flavor to them but when i think about what is going to be a long standing product and the fact that i do get so excited over the small batch select nothing compares to it out of out of everything that came out this year and i i I seriously when i was thinking about this and i was making my notes and i was going back and doing my research and everything everything kept coming up for roses small batch select and so there there was really no question for me when I when I developed my list, it was it was really working backwards from one. So it, it's
2: a kind of out of left field for me. I'm fine with it. If something on your number one spot is accessible and anyone can go grab it. Who's who's mad at that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. who was mad That's at right. that? You yeah. know, and, and
0: we've we have actually cotton flack before cotton caught flack before too. When we've said, you know, Weller was our, or the, the WLW was our number one. or You know, C918 isn't as accessible as we would have liked for it to be. It may be our favorite which Craig Barrel Proof. But, you know, you can't just go out and get it. But this just screamed, everybody did everything right at Four Roses to make this product happen. And so I, I will, I'm going to fight for this one. Really. I like I I feel that somebody's going to say can't believe that you said that, but yeah. I I'm going to I'm going to stand my ground on this one. And, but also
1: maybe you won't have to fight for it.
0: Or maybe I won't. That's that's very true, but you know, when when you're in the same company as an EH Taylor Barrel Proof and Kentucky Hell Bourbon in your top 3. I mean, there there's so many good things to be said about all three of those products and
1: you know, I, I I, don't know. You love it, man. I love it. It's your number one. It's yeah. my number
0: one. I, I'm i on board. And I'm just happy that, again, it's not going away after this year.
2: Anyway,
1: that's just me. Yeah? Nah, I think that's
2: great. You know what's funny? I just looked at my list. All but one of these are batched. Really? There's only one single barrel. Keeneland. Hmm. And even then, those are wild, consistent.
1: Oh, it's it's yeah. literally the same. Yeah. Um, if
2: yeah, I'm going, I mean, going to into mine top if 10, I'm going
1: okay. more into a, a top ten, I'm probably gonna add. Um, oh shit! I it was on the tip of the tongue. I've been terrible lately. No, that's okay. Um, shit. Okay, confiscated. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I'm going in more into my top ten confiscated's probably around like a 7. Yeah, for me. Yeah. I'm I just... really thought that was something that had that was a void in the market. There was nothing there like as far as uh Kentucky Owl is is concerned with. Yeah. Uh you don't really see you but prior to that you hadn't ever seen anything like that. No. And now having more of a bourbon type, not just the rye Kentucky Owl whiskey. Um, this was, it was really good.
0: No, I think that, and I think saying, some
1: people were shocked a little bit. Yeah. They were like, whoa, this is so good. Which
0: you but should there know. were a lot of naysayers about confiscated as well. What yeah. Was
2: that? Every Facebook group that I've, I'm a part of that's bourbon related. They're like, hey, should I get this? And they post a picture of confiscated at like Costco at a good price. Yeah. yeah. And people are like, no, I don't get it. No, don't get it. No, don't get it. Why? And you, you want to ask those people, like, did you drink this? Did you actually try it? Well, and,
0: everybody. Everybody's problem with it is that it's it's a premium bourbon, okay. That's non-age stated and fairly low proof. So at ninety six four, and no age statement, but it's at market one hundred and thirty dollars.
1: I guess people price were, wise, yes, maybe it's a little. Yeah, no, I'll I agree mean, with that. It's right. it's, it's not the, the price best on.
0: price, yeah, oh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, it, if if you are looking to get somebody a Kentucky Health product confiscated is a great way to it's go great, about it. Yeah. I mean, the, you you can't go much, much.
1: What am I trying
2: to say? You can't get much better than that. You for, can't go wrong with it. I yeah. think that's what I was trying to
1: say. So I they, think it was uh, one of just those ones that I was like, wow. Yeah. I yeah. would not have went for this, but I also didn't pay $130 for it. Yeah, so. exactly.
0: I never did either. I got really yeah. lucky with it. Everything yeah, was either yeah.
1: at a bargain or I wanted a <laughs> raffle. So yeah. Can't be
0: too mad about it. So yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to my guns on this one. May not be the most popular choice, but Four Roses Small Batch Select was easily the winner for me.
2: Yeah, if I had year. to pick number one runner ups for me, it'd be Thomas Handy and the Discovery Series from Yeah Bardstown Bourbon Company. There was a lot of strong stuff this year. I came into this list when I was doing it the other day, thinking, you know, there wasn't really much that stood out, mm-hmm. and then I got into it and I was like oh, it's because everything was amazing. Yeah, no, nothing stands out when it's all perfection. When it's all it's, good. Yeah, no, it was hard. It really was this year. I think I had an easier time last year because I made a top six because those were the six that stood out to me. And mm-hmm. now I've got like, well, let me pick out of the 30 amazing bourbons I had, which one really stands out. I didn't even mention Weller Foolproof. And some of those picks are good. I mean, it's just, there's so much that went on this year.
0: Yeah, and and- this was kind of the year for me of uh, maybe a little bit overwhelmed by how much there was to to try and sample <laughs> and everything. So, you know, it was all very good. But you got to have end, a number one. us the Small Batch Select was my number one. So that's it. 2019's in the bag. But we're not done with this episode we yet. We secured it. We did it.
1: Secured that Locked bag. Locked it in. Yeah.
0: Threw away the key. Uh, We're not done yet, though. We do have our newest segment, which I actually misnamed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this was uh, suggested to us. The, the name for it, at least, was suggested to us by Wishful Whiskey, uh, or Brian, over on Instagram. And I misread it originally as bourbon rings but guess what it was supposed to be barrel rings <laughs> like a normal thing like a yeah. real thing that exists so this segment is now corrected to be called barrel rings
2: you got so close i was so, so proud so cl- of you
0: i was so close so anyway i uh, the the segment uh revolves around the fact that our number that we established for the uh, the 100th episode, where you could call in, leave us a voicemail, talk about the show and everything, that is still set up. So you can call that number still. It is 859 428 8253. And you can leave a voicemail for us and we will listen to it on the show like we're just about to. And then we'll respond to it and everything. Um, this is the first time that I've heard this. <laughs> And uh, this is definitely the first time that you guys have heard this, too. This is from listener of the show and friend Eric. So let's see what Eric has to say for us.
1: Harry, this is Eric Jansen.
0: Boy, what a year it has been. I believe I started listening to your podcast back in January, so just about one year ago. And since then, you have cost me a lot of money, but you have given me a great many laughs.
2: The group that you have fostered through this podcast is absolutely phenomenal. The connections that I have made outside of the group,
1: as you spoke about in the most recent episode with Chad and Swan, have been wonderful. Keep doing what you're doing. I hope that you have a happy holiday. And can we please get some Swan froth? I think it'd be good. See you, buddy.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> he wants him some of that frothy swan sauce. <laughs> oh, no. So that wasn't really a question, but it was just kind of letting us know that Eric appreciated what, was, what we've done this year. And, um, you know, we did our kind of 2019 wrap up uh, in last week's episode, but... I, I do want to say thank you to everybody who listened in 2019 and, um you know, helped this show grow and, and made it, you know, bigger and better than it was in 2018. You know, th- things have just exponentially compounded themselves in 2019. And, um you know, I just can't say thank you enough to everybody. And uh, if Eric's not proof enough that, you know, a few short months ago <laughs> he hadn't heard the show before and then started listening. And now he's just, he's a part of everything too. I mean, that that's really cool to see and really special. And, you know, we hit two years in 2019. We hit a hundred episodes. We had our first live show, our first meetup. There was just so much good that happened this year. And, uh, Thank you guys. Really. Thank yeah. you all so
1: much. Yeah. Thank you to everyone and our listeners. And just like we started this podcast out as just three dudes, three just dudes just giggling and drinking bourbon.
0: And yeah. Bar- barely yeah. drinking bourbon at yeah at some points. And, you know,
1: th- this, uh, we never could have imagined no. that we would, cre- that, you know, we would create a community that yeah. there would be a Facebook page with you know, and people asking to join it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's really amazing. It's been great to to see as well and yeah. see you be able to, yeah. you know, grow that. So.
2: Thank you. I never thought people would be asking for swan sauce. I thought it was just a college <laughs> nickname. I had no idea it would go this far. But here so, we are.
0: Somebody asked for swan bowl recipes too. Oh, no. I just keep
1: imagining like, bone like bone broth like bone broth bowls
2: <laughs> what are you trying to do to me
1: oh sorry
0: <laughs> that's why you create offspring swan
2: oh no i'm good they're yeah, so loud yeah, that's yeah,
0: <laughs> that's that's totally fair anyway um that does it for this uh week's segment of of barrel rings uh, which is the correct title for for this segment now we're going to move into tips and bits Uh, where we recommend some things guys what are your tips and bits for this very first episode of 2020
2: i got one i went to a movie today that i was not expecting to love but i ended up really liking it i went to a watch a movie called knives out oh yeah i want to see it so you haven't seen it yet i haven't seen it yet i'll let him it's good it i can't there's literally nothing i can say about this movie other than if you like the game clue this is for you like it is <laughs> so it, it's better than the
0: clue movie about clue
2: yes yeah, absolutely um there's so many twists and turns if you if you were one of those people that asks questions about the movie you are currently watching please do not sit next to me while this movie <laughs> is going on did that happen to you the lady behind oh, me no was just like and he did what now? What is going on? Uh, I bet so least, and so is going to be the killer and that's I'm just my like the least favorite thing in oh, the entire world. I was like, you know, when watching a movie, if you watch it, the answers will come. It will be explained. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: It'll be explained. Just
2: let let the yeah. movie
0: play out. Yeah. yeah. And like just I, I agree with you anytime anybody's like, well, "Why is this happening?"
1: Just just yeah. shut up and watch well, the can, movie. I can tolerate some minimal questions like but constant but if you keep saying oh, oh what's the point who
2: is it why are
1: well,
0: they doing
2: that where is she
0: going Why?" yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Well,
1: anyway no I, I it's a
0: great I get the, movie though yeah. yeah i really do want to see it
2: it's it's an hour or it's what 130 minutes long and they have that long to explain it and they take the entire 130 minutes yeah. to Beautiful. really yeah. wrap it up okay and just
1: to quote a little bit it, it won't give anything away but grandson yeah. is that you <laughs> how no old is she that. we
2: don't know no idea no what clue. that means we have no clue
1: kurt what about your tips and bits oh we already told them seltzer, oh, yeah, the water. seltzer water sparkling water man i'm yeah. glad you're on this good train with me. and i used to be very very against it <laughs> i used to be like why would i ever have that <laughs> i said it's too carbonated it's not good why would i want to drink that <laughs> It's A little bit of an acquired taste, but once sure, you get it on it, yeah, it's pretty good. Fair, and enough. it's like just water,
2: yeah, yeah, which
1: for somebody that drinks a ton of pop, it's been a good transition. <laughs> it's been a healthy transition good for you, yeah, <laughs> Thank you. proud of you. It's
2: yeah. nice too because if you do have to have a vodka podcast, mix a little bit of that with seltzer water, it blends in. Great. Well, speaking of vodka
0: podcasts, uh, podcasts is actually what I meant, too. Uh, the Vodcast uh, did an episode called The Vodcast," and oh, it's no. amazing. So if you've not yet listened to those guys, which I don't understand why you haven't, because they're fantastic, uh, go check out their most recent episode. It's absolutely hilarious. Uh, huh, another absolutely podcast. Another, <laughs> another podcast real quick, uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, it's called Suggestible, uh, and it's a husband-wife couple. Uh, the husband is the host of my favorite podcast of all time, The Weekly Planet, uh, where they talk movies and comics and TV shows. It's just straight up nerdiness, uh, and they basically just suggest things. It's like an a-, a half hour of tips and bits. So
2: sweet, yeah,
0: it's pretty good. I like it a lot, and it's just easy listening. You know, thirty minutes long. They've only really done probably a couple dozen episodes, if that. Uh, at this point but anyway that's tips and bits for this week and this uh is now the end of the first episode of 2020 i hope we started off with the bang i feel like we did yeah i, I think, think we so did. yeah we did it all right
2: happy new year happy new
0: year everybody i well if they want to celebrate the new year
1: and follow us on social media where can they do that oh they can find me at uh kurt con on instagram and on twitter kurt underscore con 15
2: I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram at My Bourbon Finder,
0: and I am on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Well, really, any social media channel uh, at Prower 1492. But the show itself is on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at My Bourbon Pod. You can leave us a five star rating review on iTunes, right in the app, if you have not done so already. And I wanted to read out uh, one of our most recent reviews. Uh, this one comes to you from. Uh, our our good friend of the show, Jeremy Kendrick, um, he says, I love Perry's honest opinions. His love of good bourbon and sharing it with good people comes through in a way I have heard in no other podcast. That is just extremely kind of you, Jeremy. Uh, I always end a show excited to share a new or or revisit one. Keep it up, sir. Thank you so much, Jeremy, for leaving that. Uh, if you would like to do that and have your review read right out on the show, again, you can do that Right in app or really wherever you listen to the podcast. If you have questions or comments, uh, you can send them to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We do love hearing from you all and we love being able to read it out on the episode itself. You can also do that by calling our hotline at eight, five, nine, four, two, eight, eight, two, five, three. You can leave us a message there and we'll listen to it on the show. Like we just did with Eric's call here. Just a few moments ago, you can head to bourbonshop.threadless.com. Find all of our apparel and merchandise. Uh, there's some really cool designs that are up there right now. Uh, I've had a few that have been added over 2019, uh, and certainly more to come in 2020. If you're not yet a part of our Facebook group, you can head to facebook.com slash, uh, nothing. It's just facebook.com and search for this is my bourbon group. And, uh, you can, uh, join a really fun community of people who listen to the show and just love bourbon and love everything that it has to offer us and then last but not least patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast is where you can become a supporter of the show for as little as a dollar a month uh, that really does help us out on a on a month-to-month basis uh you get awesome things at the five dollar tier like bonus episodes at ten dollars you get live streams or google hangouts or stuff like that uh, and there's other little rewards that you can check out uh once you are over there and again that is patreon.com slash my bourbon podcast Thank you all so much for listening all the way through 2019. 2020 is going to be cool. It's going to be a good, big, awesome, fun, bourbon-filled year. And we'll see you next week. But until then, I'm Perry. I'm Curtis. And I'm Swan. And this is my bourbon podcast.
2: Awesome. Wow. (laughs) Quick, hot, fast, faster. Ah. 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 Ah.
0: Ah.
1: Ah. Distilled Ah. experiences. Ah. Distilled experiences. Ah. I
2: have nothing to add to this. This is wonderful. (laughs)